This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, forward, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You can order award winning Jonesy Q rubs and sauces at JonesyQ.com. Use promo code OOBSHOW if you order $20 or more and receive free shipping. That's jonesyq.com. Promo code OOB show. WRKS Pickens Jackson. All systems go. Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. It's now recording. Live in the studio. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Low Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds Radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Zone. All right, good morning. Welcome in. The Out of Bounds Show, powered by MississippiSportsMedicine.com. Mississippi Sports Medicine.com. Now, the location they've had at Fortification for 30 plus years. Like, that's where I used to ride my bike. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that before. Grew up in Bellhaven on Pinehurst. I could get to Mississippi Sports Medicine in two minutes or three minutes. I used to eat at that Mexican restaurant right there. Yeah, I've been there. I hadn't been in years. No, I probably hadn't been in a decade. Yeah. But growing up, we went to First Baptist, and that was like a common stopping point. I lived in an apartment, two apartments down from Mississippi Sports Medicine. I believe it. I had a friend that lived across that that, uh, stoplight. Bellhaven Heights, whatever you want to call it. That stoplight, I had a friend that lived across the street from them. Yeah. So, like, if you were on fortification, it was right across the street. We had a a place there. Um, Of course, guess what's down the street? Corner Market. So you can get a sandwich and get your health checked. Boom. Boom. Corner Market. There you go. Uh, grocery store right down from Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. Uh, big weekend, man. Mahomes, Josh Allen, Matthew Stafford. You know what the 49ers did to the Green Bay Packers, or what the Green Bay Packers did to themselves with their special teams. special teams. <laughs> that I, that that blows me away. 
It really does. As good as the coaching is and as much time and the resources that you have, it's hard to fathom that you know, really wrap your brain around the fact that they could be that bad that many times in one game. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I mean, for me, the NFL, the players, the skill set, I don't, I mean, how many coaches do you have, 40? I mean, you have, you have a special teams coordinator, an assistant special teams coach, you have special teams analyst. Whew. But also, how do you only score a touchdown if you're Aaron Rodgers? I mean, I hate, yeah. I'm not trying, like, I get that the weather was, was not great and all that kind of stuff, but if you're a first ballot bona fide Hall of Famer, one of the best to ever do it at the position, then you also have to be held to the same scrutiny that other players get held to. Yeah. So where was the offense for Green Bay? You had two weeks to prepare. I just, I don't know. I'm with you. Um, that's a tough one. Because, again, if, if it's Dak most that, ta- maybe, that does that, Well, until this out. new group, may, the most maybe the most talented yeah. guy to ever play the quarterback position. Now we've got these new dudes in Mahomes and Allen yeah. and Burrow that are bringing this totally different skill set yeah. and athletic ability. And, 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 well, and again, coaches are allowing them mm-hmm. to showcase, you know. Not just allowing, but helping them. Right. Like putting them in better position. I mean, Sean McVay is trying to do that with his QBs. There's guys like that. Let's go to my tease. 105.9 The Zone ESPN. What if Sean Payton retires and goes into TV? There's a buzz around New Orleans. What if, oh, I disagree with our text. Aaron Rodgers laid an egg. It's not all Aaron Rodgers. But he didn't perform great. But you make that many mistakes on special teams? Oh, I know. I'm not not saying, we had this conversation off air. I'm not a proponent of the win-loss record is determined by the QB. It's a big factor of it, but your QB doesn't, it's it's 22 people, not including special teams. So, you... You can't be the only thing. You don't just you don't win it by yourself. You don't lose it by yourself. Matt Stafford needed Cooper Cup, you know, uh, and Sean McVay. Yeah, that all of those things, right? Yeah. Joe Bar- Joe Burrow needed a kicker, so it's not all on you. But Aaron Rodgers didn't play well. No. I think it's the same reason what you're talking about. Sean Payton is considering leaving New Orleans because he can't find the right quarterback. Sean Payton is considering retiring and going to TV. He's been in the grind forever. To say that he has been great for the Saints, you can't even, I mean, what do you say? The Saints were boring? No, they were worse than that. You know what they were? They were irrelevant. Okay, let let me back up. You're right. The Saints were irrelevant pre-2006, boring, and had never really done anything. Yeah, that's the worst thing you can do. Combo of dysfunctional and... Maybe neglected? To some extent, yeah, by the but, league. but like you said, Monday Night Football didn't go there. Ooh. But, you know, Sunday I remember Night being in the dome for Monday Night Football when Reggie Bush took two back, almost took a third. He tripped on the turf, believe it or not, um, I think. But Sean Payton comes in, and look, Mickey Loomis, the, these guys are just brilliant, comes in and, and makes the Saints relevant. And then, I mean, did anybody really ever think that the Saints would would grab a Lombardi trophy? 
And maybe eventually, eventually, but the run they went on was truly uh, spectacular and unprecedented for who they were. All the big games that they had in the playoffs when they had never really done anything. I mean, the Jim Hazlitt stuff was boring. Mike Ditka deal was a joke. Um, you know, I know Morris Sr. did a little bit there. And then other than that, before that, I don't remember who it was. Bum Phillips and who knows. But uh, it was a boring franchise. And like you said, they were irrelevant in the in the conversation of NFL. They were never in it. No, they weren't even an afterthought. And that's the worst part. It's like they weren't even talked about the way the Lions got talked about for being bad. They literally just weren't even talked about. It's the worst thing you can be. You know, ask a celebrity. Good, bad publicity is good publicity, right? It's just keep your name in the news. In the NFL, there is something to be said about that. Like, Dallas is polarizing. Whether they're winning or losing, it's polarizing. Sure. It's why Jerry's made... Because people love to hate them. Yeah, it's why Jerry's made billions. The, right. The Saints were literally not even mentioned in any conversation. So what Sean Payton... He, there's an argument that Sean Payton is the most influential single, like, coach to franchise relationship in NFL history. No doubt. There might be a couple they others you can were pull up, but awful and irrelevant and boring. I couldn't watch them. Nobody could. It blew me away. No one could watch them. It blew me away that that this area still watched them in the nineties and up until two thousand. That's all you got for a lot. That's one of my reasons I hate the Saints is because I had to watch because it was all you got on Fox before the I mean, evolution of NFL broadcasting. That's all you un- got. It's not even entertainment. No, you couldn't watch it. It was terrible. You could get, I remember joking about this, you could get Saints tickets for like five bucks, like 15 rows up for $5 back in the early I 2000s. I went to dozens of games. Um, I'm, a, I'm a fan of what our texter Trey just said, and this is what you asked yeah. me. I think, and it may not be that scenario, but I don't think Sean Payton's done coaching if he retires. I'm of the belief that he I, would come back. I would agree with you, especially that a Sean Payton 20 to 30 years ago, here's the pro here. Here's, I think why we'll see this a little bit is because when you've been making over seven or 8 million a year, see when, when you were the equivalent of a successful coach from 1973 to 1984, and you woke up one day and said, I'm burnt out. You made good money, but not generational money. You, you yeah. didn't. I mean, John Madden need to work. Okay. So he Correct. became a broadcaster. Now Correct. it worked out for him. Okay. Um, Nat, Sean has made a hundred million dollars. But money doesn't scratch the itch of competition, and I think just like Urban can't help himself to come back and other guys couldn't help themselves to come back, I, as I'll say, I've said before and I'll say it again, addiction. I think Sean Payton is addicted to coaching and schematics and winning, and I don't know that TV... He's only know. 58. Yeah, He's got another run in him if he wants it. I don't know if he is or isn't. I know that he just recently got married. I know that he's got a beautiful home in Alice Beach. And I know if you're going to be in this game, you're going to work 18 hours a day for a big chunk of the year. No doubt. I mean, we think it's it's all this glitz and glamour, and it's not. I mean, these 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 four teams that won it, they've been grinding all night. I mean, you know, they went back, and I mean, they're just, this is it. Final four. NFC, AFC championship game. Could Sean Payton retire and go into TV? Blake believes that he will come back. Will he come back to the Cowboys or somewhere else? I'm I'm, I'm good with Sean Payton coaching Dak Prescott, making him a better football player. We're live in the Bank Plus studio, the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. The Out of Bounds Show podcast is brought to you by Kessler Prime. 
For the best steaks in Mississippi, visit Kessler Prime in the Renaissance. So who are you rooting for? I'm I'm leaning towards the Rams. But Joe Burrow is, and the Bengals are such a great story, too. Um, That's the most likable team left. Even over the... Unequivocally. I mean, the Chiefs already have one, so that's, you know, I, I like Mahomes and Reed and... Uh, be enemy and, and and Chris Jones and you know so on. They just set a record. Tyreek Hill is is I don't even know what how, how did how do you ex, how do you describe him? Game breaker. I mean he is. He's a, he's a he's a game breaker. He he changes games in five seconds. He's truly remarkable. But the Chiefs have been there before. This I, is their fourth straight time to host the AFC title game that's never happened in the history of the NFL before. Really? Okay? So that's there is too much dynastic nature to the Chiefs to be likable anymore. I like that you said dynastic. Thank you. It gets me fired up. Yeah. Well, we're here to do that. Okay. So Chiefs are like being at the hump on Saturday. That's right. The Chiefs aren't as likable as they were a few years ago cuz they've been there a lot now. Right. Okay. The 49ers aren't likable. Why? Um because they're Jimmy G and 49ers and it's not I don't know it's just, eh, no I don't like them McVay and Stafford's oh, for you, a good story you're, you're not I'm, speaking ta- I'm speaking for, the for America no I am I think America I see, lines up with me I think you're wrong me. because Jimmy G looks like a uh, a model that is accurate and yeah that brings in yeah. the and all the football female. all football fans love to look at a quarterback and go man he's got everything I don't have and he's attractive I mean that guy <laughs> that guy looks like George Clooney's son yeah, so, I mean, he looks better than George Clooney. I I agree with that. I mean, Clooney's sixty years old. Yeah, Garoppolo's—I don't even know. I mean, even not peak, even thirty. Even peak Clooney, I don't know. Garoppolo may have him. Yeah, he's a chiseled yeah. man. Too bad he can't throw a football very well. I I disagree. He's a good player. He's yeah, a good you player. You're not looking for good at the quarterback position. You're looking for great. We've had s- several good or slightly less. Fringe good QBs win Super Bowls in the 2000s. I understand that, but it's not what you're looking for. It yeah. makes it harder. Well, there's a finite deal to greatness. It's a tougher deal to climb, tougher hill to climb when you're when you're working behind. Look at the Rams. Are the Rams here if they don't go get Stafford? No. 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 You know, and McVay and Shanahan have both already been in NFC Championship games. These guys are legit, man. Well, this is an actually a very interesting race because the winner of this obviously has the leg up on next young head coach to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Because they've both been there. They both fell short. Who is who who's the last Who's the last like young Surely it's not Sean Payton in 09 or whatever. Who who is the last cuz that was 12 years ago. I mean, he was she's 46, 45 years or whatever. Um how old was Doug Peterson when he won it? Oh, Doug. Everybody forgets about the Eagles. He's still a little old. Well, and also because of the way they fell off the cliff afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, I, maybe Doug I don't Peterson. know how old uh, Doug Peterson was when he did it. 
That okay. would be one of my guesses. But where recently. you're going is McVay and Shanahan are they're the face of the next level of coaches, no right? Doubt. They're the they're the next group of the next group of young coaches. McVay and Shanahan are the face. Out of bounds, one oh five nine the zone ESPN. Brought to you by Juniker Jewelry Store. If you're hey, if you're getting engaged, you're looking for an engagement ring. You want to do it right, let them walk you through it. Juniker Jewelry Store in Madison. All right, Blake, do you think that Bill Belichick was happy to see Tom Brady lose? Ooh, that's a great question. Well, I was hoping you, you were going to ask me that. Do you think that. Bill Belichick can be happy? Yes, I do. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I, I think that grumpy thing is just a... Just yeah, who, I absolutely yeah. do. We've seen more happy Nick Saban recently. We have. In the last few years. Maybe it's his grandkids and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. They, yeah. People go, you know, you... Yes. So... In fact, I, I thought Saban was so good after, after their loss. Just yeah. talking about his team and how proud he was of them and how much they did accomplish. And, yeah. you know, cause he, I, I know he gets frustrated too uh, on championship or it doesn't mean anything, mm -hmm. but that's where we are. You know, again, post Michael Jordan, go ahead. Well, so, my question, do you think Bellet or do you think it just, man, I'm going on. I mean, you know, I'm moving on to something else. I don't think he, how can you win that much with someone and have bitter feelings towards them down the line? I get that the breakup do wasn't think as that clean. They'll ever be like kind of, so in the book that I've read on the Patriots, right, by Seth Wickersham, it talks about how he, he, he does not allow himself to get close to anybody. Correct. Even like uh, Teddy Bruschi. Like he and Bruschi did not cultivate a friendship until after Bruschi had retired and gotten into TV. I think that will be the same for Brady and okay. Belichick. I think they are closer. I think they will connect. I'm not saying they're going to spend a ton of time together because one's 70 and one's 45, 44. But the point is, that once a year or every now and then in their kind of top 1% stuff that they swim in, which will be uh, Canton, Ohio, mm -hmm. the Hall of Fame and, and different yeah. things, that they'll, you know, he'll be in yes. the Patriots' ring of honor. If you're asking me, are they going to be friends? No. I, I, They're not wired that way. If they can be friendly acquaintances, absolutely. Because how can you win like that and not have a mutual respect and admiration for what the other brought for you? I think they'd you? be friends. Yeah, but not like friends that are in constant communication, I guess is what my point is. Like, uh, I don't think that's who... You've got, love, you got tiers yeah, of that's friends. Yeah, that's second, third, friendly fourth type deal. Doesn't mean that you don't really like the fourth level. You, should, you only have so much time to spend with people. Correct, and I don't think Belichick and Brady are wired to interact that way. Yeah. Okay. Sean Payton in the TV booth. That would rock Houdat Nation. If he decides to do TV for one or two years until a perfect job. Yeah, until a job where per he's got a quarterback. Perfect job. I, I, I've got the quarterback, and I'm ready. Win now. To make maybe even a three, four, five-year run, make another eight to ten million a year after this. All right, so, but if, if this is serious, and some people out of New Orleans are saying that he is considering retirement, and going to the booth, you're talking about uh, shaking the Saints organization to the core. Here's the only thing that could that could. I wonder if Mickey Loomis is debating. Uh, I mean, he's been doing it a long time too. Like, here's what I think Look. happened. I think Sean Payton 
was watching the games this weekend because obviously they weren't in the, in the games. And so he was watching the games and he heard Tony Romo and he was like, man, Romo's really killing it. I wonder how that's going for him. And he texted Tony. He said, Tony, how are you liking working for CBS? Tony was like, it's great. Uh, I get to call football games and they pay me nicely. And Sean said, oh, really? What do you get paid? And Romo said, $17 million a year. And Sean said, why the bleep am I sitting here working 80 hours a week for only $8 million a year? Yeah. And, and I'm also <laughs> trying to figure out, Blake, like what position would come open under what umbrella? He'd have to be analyst. For Stu- Sean to... Studio. It's not. He's not game. He's not a Tony Romo. He's a studio guy. Got to be. Okay. You don't think so? No, I could see him doing color. Um, Sean is very... He's got a hell of a personality. Oh, I agree. He's 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 got a lot of bite. He can be loud and he's he's actually if you look at him he's he's one of the few I can't think there may be some others. He will he actually mixes it up on Twitter. Yeah, he which for in a, all right, so Belichick's not even on Twitter. No. I don't know if like There's really nobody. John Harbaugh yeah. is no. on Twitter mm-hmm. is 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 uh, Mike McCarthy on Twitter? No. Is I guess I could see McVeigh, some of the younger yeah, guys. Yeah, but he's not. Shanahan. McVeigh, is, they're not. Okay. I mean, Sean Payton will talk to different people. Yeah. Like, Dick Butkus got on Twitter and has been cracking everybody up since getting on Twitter just yeah. a few days ago. And Sean was interacting with him. Sean would be a welcomed new flavor for either Fox or CBS Sunday studio. Okay. Well, well, they have too many people. They need to remove. That's some what people. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand why we need four guys. It, I mean, can Terry Bradshaw go Cowher back to the house? Or Tony Dungy said anything interesting in no, the last send, six years. Send Terry back to Shreveport or wherever he's from. Uh, oh, just take a hammer and just start hitting my knuckles. Good grief! Back in a second. The Out of Bounds Podcast is brought to you by the delicious Philly cheesesteak sandwich and cheeseburgers at Roosevelt's at Live Oaks Golf Club. Blake, I have good news and bad news for Mississippi State alums and fans. Uh, The good news is you have a good team. A good basketball team. Sorry, I need to be specific as baseball is around the corner and all sorts of things are going on. Um, and and you've got some good players, uh, but there is there is not the guy that can like literally carry you. I mean, Molinar's good, but. Uh, and Garrison Brooks is either pretty good to good. And got to give that young man some credit. Then there's a drop-off. Then you got some nice players. DJ Jeffries is, you know, I mean, he's a solid plus type guy. And you got some role players that are pretty good. I think Ben Hallen has given you probably about as much talent as you're going to have, regardless of who's the coach. That's about as talented as you're going to be. Just... Who you are, where you're located, commitment level. Let's be honest. I mean, Ole Miss isn't committed at all. And Mississippi State likes to think that they're committed. But compare your commitment level to basketball, to baseball, and football. Just do that. Like, be fair about it. 
compare compare your your commitment level, and and also, I mean, look, they had a hell of a win on Saturday. They needed to beat Ole Miss. Ole Miss had embarrassed them a week and a half before. Molinar and Brooks played really well. They had some really really nice stretches where they played really good defense, and Hallen demands that Tolu is a he is a good post player in college basketball. He's not special, but he is not average. He can do a lot of things. He's he's you know tough mismatch for a lot of teams. I hate that he got injured. That could be it though. Like whether you were going to make the tournament may have been whether Tolu was getting back healthy and playing better cuz he he played he played well at times on on Saturday. He's trying to get back in game shape and now with him being week to week with the knee injury. I mean, thank God it's not an ACL. When he went down, it looked like an ACL, like his knee had buckled, but you know, they they feel like he's, you know, they made they uh sent the release out yesterday and da da da. I actually think Ben Hallen's doing a really good job coaching. You don't have an NBA player. You're not as skilled or as talented as you think you are, but you've got some good. I mean, again, Ben's done a good job in this crazy world of transfer AAU, where if you don't pick a kid over about a three or four game stretch, he won't. He's out. He's gone. And both Ben and Kermit have to basically lose four players a year and bring in four players a year. So you're not going to get that Michael White, Keith Carter, Derek Zimmerman, Timmy Bowers. You know, Brian Terrence Davis type stuff. Uh, it's just not going to happen. So when and Blake, I talked about this earlier. When you have two guys that have 50, 60, 70 games, even more than that, under their belt together, especially at the guard position, like Michael White, Keith Carter, like Derek Zimmerman, Timmy Bowers. It's impossible to make that up. Yeah, yeah. It, it really is. And um, if Q Weatherspoon would have had just a little bit more around. There's it. no telling, but that was early in Ben Hallen's tenure, and it's not his fault that he was left nothing. You know, if Malik Heath, not Malik Heath, Malik Newman would have worked out, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe who knows what that could have looked like. But, uh, yeah, you've got a nice team that's capable of making the tournament that's probably about to lose two road games at Kentucky and at Texas. Although Blake did say, you can beat Texas Tech on the road. It's not going to be easy, but you can beat Texas Tech on the road. Ole Miss, on the other hand, their roster doesn't look good. I I mean, it looks kind of like every roster's clunky now because of college basketball transfers, and it's just extremely difficult to to really get something in place and set for a little while. Um, And I understand that Jarkel Joyner is a, is a, without a doubt, a nice piece of the puzzle. And Allen, you know, can play. But, uh, you know, Morrell can can do some things, but, eh. I mean, he's no, he's not what you've had. I mean, Kermit has not, look, AK left him three, three guards, Blake, Terrence Davis, Brian Tyree, and Devontae Shuler <laughs> could ball. Any one of those would start on almost any roster in the SEC. I mean, yeah. those guys could ball. Yeah. And what's well, like Lane Mueller's, getting... I mean, Morrell, I just went base, MLB baseball. Bueller. And, and Bueller. Uh, Morrell, Bueller. 
Brakefield and Ruffin are good. Nice players can be good on some nights, but uh, I don't know. Now they have three home games this week, and man, oh man, do you need to take advantage? You got Florida tonight. Um, can you believe that? We we've got Ole Miss right back on TV tonight. Never seen it that that quick turnarounds. No, because yeah. of co- yeah, and uh, so you got Florida tonight at home. You got Arkansas at home on Wednesday, and you have Kansas State at home on Saturday. You got to either sweep or take two or three to yeah. kind of, You're one in five in the conference. You got to get back winning and going. People are getting frustrated. One thing Kermit Davis Jr. has going for him is baseball starts. Uh, like February something, 15th, 16th or something for the Rebs and the Dogs. So that's where I am. I, I think people don't understand that Hallen's actually doing a good – is he perfect? No, but he's doing a good job coaching this team. So would you move and on from th- it? They're actually doing some things offensively. I know a lot of people can't see it. They're doing some off- things offensively that are pre- – because they're not – they need another ball, ball handler. To play off of Molinar, and they don't. Ha- DJ Jeffries is not the guy. He just he's not. He, that's just not his skill set to handle the ball and be smooth and and fluid and understand spacing on the perimeter. So it's kind of Molinar and Brooks. And then if Tolu's there, you know you've got something. Um, can they make the tournament? Yes. Do I think they will? Probably not. Ooh. But I think it'll be close. Um, I mean, I. I they could. Uh, so, would you move on from them if they don't make the tournament? I wouldn't. I, I'd get, if he if he wants to coach another year before going to Santa Barbara. I because the 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 odds are you are not going to get as good a coach, and you are definitely not going to get as good a recruiter. You can say what you want about Ben; he's bringing in some good talent. I mean, you're not an NBA player program. You never. I, all those years Rick Stansberry was winning. He wasn't putting players in the NBA. They didn't yeah. put one guy in the league that was, I mean, Lawrence Roberts played a little bit. Cup of coffee. But you had more Derek Zimmerman, Mario Austin type players. Yeah. Hey, good play, good yeah. college basketball players. Yeah. Wonderful skill sets. But I yeah. mean, it's not like it, it had become some NBA. Mm-mm. You know, no, there's there's definitely an inflated attitude in front in terms of the fan base's expectations for that program. There's yeah. no doubt, which is so ironic given that I don't know, you would have thought they'd have had those high expectations and like commitment to holding the team to the standard for baseball, not basketball. And yet for years it felt like they let baseball slide under the radar. Well, baseball under, did slide underperforming. While uh, for the twenty bas- years, the basketball program was held to this insane standard that never made sense. I think you're right. It's it's so weird. They should have been demanding championship runs out of their baseball program, not their basketball program. I, I and look, yet the mistake it was such a misplaced outlet of frustration, I guess. I uh I look at Mississippi State's schedule. It is brutal. So is Ole Miss's. Yeah. The I'd, league is really good this year, yep, Blake. Yep. Auburn, Kentucky, Tennessee, A and M, Florida has players play. I mean Bama has players. Yeah. Uh Arkansas is the team that we thought was going to be in the top 25. They've struggled this year. They're still incredibly talented. They are. This is a league. It, it, I'm not taking a shot at, at some of the stuff AK did and, and, and even Stansberry, but but uh, 
the the talent in the league is pretty filthy. It is serious. And Auburn could win the national championship. Uh, there's no doubt. I mean, what they did to Kentucky over the weekend. They um, scored 51 points in the second half. And in college basketball, I it's hope insane. people understand what that, that just doesn't happen. That's over two points a minute. Put, that, put it that perspective. You only play 20 minutes. That's insane. You can say what you want about Bruce Pearl, you know, that, that he's one of the biggest cheaters in the history of college. And that's saying something because everybody cheats. I was about to say, what are you talking but, about? But, but that he takes it to and all that. But, man, that guy can co- He First of all, he can evaluate what he wants. Like, he knows the exact player. I think there is something to this. Uh, I think Ben yes. and Kermit are trying to just get out there and find, can he play? Um. Bruce understands exactly what he wants and goes after it. Bruce says, I need these traits and skill abilities in in this position on the floor, in this position on the floor, and, on the, and then he just and goes then he's and a good coach. finds them. Yeah. And he's a good coach. And people don't want to give him credit. He can coach offense, but more importantly, he can coach defense. Dude, he coaches shooters. And he gets to, gets to shoot yeah. the ball. And it's a fun style of play in a time where college basketball coaches love to strangle their talent and college basketball coaches love to overcoach. Yep. And they they like to just take the air out of the room. Don't don't allow kids to do what they need to do. I don't understand why people don't play more up tempo. Like I just don't understand. That's a great question. Because I, I coaches don't... get nervous about allowing their kids to just run and play. I don't you know, it's stupid. Bruce does that. Bruce get Bruce empowered just like Andy Kennedy did. Bruce empowers his offense to be aggressive. Boy, if if AK would have just uh, been a little more focused and a little little bit more crudy, I mean, they brought in good players. But well, I, feel I was like, about to say, they uh, hey man, I mean, he went over to South Carolina and got Schuler. I mean, his his friend yeah. Frank Martin was there then. Um, uh, you know, to go uh, way out, Brian Tyree. Yeah, it just um, felt like they. All, it was always like this one little it, like maybe that's the focus aspect of like he couldn't get it all together at the same time, yeah, and that was the focus And part. they're both difficult places to win. Uh, MSU well, fans, I don't think yeah. that as much just because of what happened between 94 and 09 and the fact that they went to, uh, like, nine tournaments. And, it, you know, again, NBA players not there and so well, on. AK coached Ole Miss basketball when they were – more poorly funded than Vanderbilt football. Well, there you go. I mean, literally, the story of AK joking when he was bringing the ESPN guy through and they got rained on in the middle of the court in an interview. Like, <laughs> I mean, are you serious right now? You're an SEC program and your basketball court has rain in it? I mean, that's I've what been AK... On, I've been in the tad pad. I, I like all the different spots yeah, in it. Yeah. Um, just as a kid, and, and, and I went to a ton of games in college there when, when uh, Michael White and Keith Carter mm-hmm. were there in Ansu Cisse. Mm-hmm. And then when I got in the media, you walked through all the little oh, bowels. The, the of underbelly. The, yeah. yeah. Of the, so, I mean, I've been in all these locker I've been in both locker rooms. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Dude, it was an absolute and total dump. And, and the, fact the fact that, that he won. Well, the fact that Rob Evans won there. That's what I'm saying. The fact that AK and was Barnes coaching won a little that. bit there. Yeah. And then AK was able to win there. I mean. That's incredible. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Now the pavilion's a nice spot. Um, and the hump needs to be updated. Well, it, it's, Mississippi State's going to start, same. I think, yeah. in April. Yeah, that's Mississippi State was in the they're same They're going to have a club level or two? We'll have to ask Cohen. 
Um, yeah, they're they're gonna have a, a like cool. And you know what? What else was interesting, Blake? That uh, and this is the Out of Bounds Show, one hundred five nine, the Zone, ESPN. Um, the show is obviously brought to you by USA Pawn and their mega 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 store, USA Pawn I fifty five South McDowell Road. You can go to usapawn.com. Also, they're doing a bunch of crazy cool stuff on social, and that would be Facebook and Instagram, USA Pawn. So, Blake, I, I got to have a beer in the hump on Saturday. I'd, I'd never had a... Life-changing. Well, it's kind of cool. They had a, they had Corona, and uh, I, I had a Corona, and it was fantastic, and it was actually cold. Yeah, you don't ever know when you go to stadiums, arenas, whatever, what you're going to get, right? And to sit back at the hump, chair back seat, comfortable, watch a game with a cold Corona. Nice beverage, yeah. Totally changes everything. Makes I mean, it, I'm not makes there it to easier. Drink six Corona, but I went and got a beer. It was fantastic. Yeah. You know, it makes it an easier experience to yeah. enjoy. Yeah. I'm and, you. and you know me this day and age. I mean, I like an hour and 50, hour and 55 minute game. And that's why college <laughs> basketball can be so much fun and can be a lot of fun for Mississippi State and Ole Miss if fans. I didn't have to drive the two or three hours to get there is the problem. Yeah. Well, when the game takes whatever. less time than the travel, that's bothersome. I mean, to me. you can go up and spend the night and do other stuff. But the point is, I drove up. It wasn't a big deal getting in the hump. Even with the crowd, I uh, I walked up, took me three minutes, sat down, watched about 10 minutes of the game, went up and got a Corona. There you go. It was it was nice. Well, the student we- section adds, I don't care where you are, MSU Ole Miss, if they show up and get fun. It's the flavor. Funky, yeah. Yeah. it's fun. It makes the rest of the, the stadium or like, gym or whatever engage. I hope my kids engaged. get into yeah. that, you know, where, what, you know, I, I – I know I did. I yeah. love to go into games. Yeah. No, we did too. And you know, I was a when I was at LSU freshman year. LSU basketball was terrible. Was terrible. it? It was when it was that stretch post Big Baby Glenn Davis. They they, they had that run to like either Elite Eight or Final Four under Big oh, Baby. Oh, like Stromile Swift and Big Baby, yeah. and and yeah. they had some players. Yeah, Marcus man. Stroman, who ended up being uh, NBA Rookie of the Year for the Kings. Not Stroman. That's the uh, Marcus something. Uh, oh, okay, Stroman's the pitcher for the Mets. Well, whatever. Um, uh, they they had some good players come through right before that, and then they went through this stretch where they were terrible, right? And freshman year, you could get into LSU basketball games as a student a uh, five minutes before tip because there was no one there. Right. That was some of the most fun when like five or six of us would go, and we'd be like one of like thirty five people in the student section, which is right down on the side of the court for LSU. We had a blast doing stupid stuff like that. So you're right, like the the student section engagement is vital to those types of environments. Just makes us Auburn. Yeah, the energy is incredible. Look, man, what Bruce Pearl has done at Auburn. How can they care about basketball? Nothing. Sh- it, it's incredible. It is knowing what how Auburn and Bama operate and how much that state loves football. What Bruce Pearl has done is inc- it, it is remarkable. They've, that place is packed. They've sold it out. I'm pretty sure they've sold out every SEC game this I mean, year. You got Charles Barkley driving down from Atlanta. That's his alma mater, obviously. That's big time. Yeah, but for him to actually say, I'm going to drive down an hour and a half, almost two hours, whatever it is, and go to an Auburn game is so cool. Yeah, yeah. Our buddy Cole Kubelik was at the game over the weekend. I mean, they've made it. Of course, they 
their arena is cool. And they're packing it in with students. Like, like that's becoming said, a tough ticket to get. It's a priority to be good at it right now. Like when Mississippi State was going to the Final Four and people were camping out. Yeah. And yeah. Rick even... Stansberry went through a time, 02 to 09, where it was a pretty tough ticket to get, man. I mean, he was packing the hump at that time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can remember going to games that were... Sold out, absolutely bonkers. Yeah. So yeah, and loud. Yeah. And not because once you get to about eight, nine thousand in there, it can it can get loud. Holds ten absolutely. five, but man, well, it was on. You know how you, they beat your number. You would be proud of them. Oh, I they. Think you said they, they would be it. under six thousand. Yeah, they whipped it. And if they would have beat Florida, there would have been another thousand people there. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's impressive. Look, you're still going to have chances to have good environments on weekends in Starkville right. and Oxford. Weekdays are, are never no, going to be what the, they the were. the idea of driving up and driving back like people did in 2003. It's just not there. Well, yeah. the games are on TV. Yep. I mean, unless you've got a place there and you've got a lot of flexibility in your work. It's just not worth it, yeah. Driving up and driving back is, that's a tough is something. You know, I mean, you've got to be like 18 and 2. Yeah. Yeah, right? you got to be with, really good with a really good player or players that's super, super exciting. And again, exciting. I, yeah. My bottom line is, I think Howland's doing a good job. I don't think they can really do better. I don't. Okay. I don't think that they can uh, load the boat as far as the roster much, much more. Yes, you would like even if you just had one more good guard, you would be you'd be really good. Then you could be in the top fifteen. All right. Uh I don't even know how long, how much longer Ben Howland wants to coach, but uh, I think you'd be careful what you ask for as far as running Howland and thinking that you're in this trend. Because everybody will leave, by the way. It, it Literally, the next day, all the roster will leave. Yep. It'll be that quick because every, everybody will poach whatever you've got. Yep. Um. So you, whoever you hire would have to come in with like six transfers. And I'm not kidding. No, I know. I'm not kidding. Maybe seven. That's the sport now. You would lose every single player on your roster. I mean, outside the top like twenty schools, that's going to happen to almost any roster. Absolutely, yeah. And I'm talking, yeah. I mean, handlers, other teams that are looking to fill roster spots. Everybody's trying to get paid, baby. Yeah, all th- I don't is it thirteen scholies? Yeah, you're, you're going to lose every bit of nine or ten guys if you let go of a coach. Yeah. No way, Ole Miss lets go of Kermit Davis Jr. Do no, they? I don't think so. That that. The uh, ex- contract extension didn't do anything to the buyout, so I don't think it's the no. money thing. But. And you don't want to be dealing with hiring Kermit Davis Jr. when Keith Carter is in a very precarious situation with Mike Bianco and that baseball team. Because I think that tensions have built over the last five years, and they didn't extend him. What was it, like a year ago or two years ago? Keith didn't extend him, and then it just, it's just kind of a, and As Cohen has told us and other ADs will tell you, the least amount, the less amount of hires per year you can make, the better. Yeah, no you, doubt. You don't want to make a bunch of hires in one calendar year. So, yeah. we'll see. I think they're going to sit with Keith, with Kermit. Let me ask you this question. Biggest thing you took away from this weekend's NFL playoffs where we saw the two veteran goats go down at home, three of four home teams lose, and all four games decided on a last-second score? Young quarterbacks with the with their mobility, with the ability to extend plays, along with young coaches matched up together, other than Andy Reid, but Andy uh, has been doing this high flying act for some time, 
and coaches allowing their offenses to, to there's not a conservative approach. You've got to open it up and let it rip to win. And you saw that with McVay. I thought that 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 was unbelievable. Um, the fact that the Bills play called the game the way they did, Brian Dayball at, and McDermott for for Josh Allen. You knew the Chiefs were going to be wide open, and um, you knew that the Buccaneers were going to sling it when they could. But I think it's it's the new young quarterbacks matched up with very innovative and wide-open offenses. And the skill, if you don't have an a top 10 playmaker like Tyreek Hill or Cooper Cup or Debo Samuel, there's just such a difference between that and the wide receivers between 10 and 20. You know, yeah. there, there's a huge difference. It's an offensive man's game, yeah. as I mean, Steve Palazzo uh, has told uh, us. Uh, Amari Cooper is not a a Tyreek Hill, nope. Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel type electric playmaker. And if you don't have one, you got to get one. And Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase is becoming an electric playmaker. And he is that kind of, I know they're different stylistically, but you got to be that kind of player like Tyreek Hill, Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel. Those guys are ridiculous. And the tight ends... Kelsey and Kittle and those guys that can, they're, they're, they're younger Gronks, you know, that can go up the seam and catch the ball and make it. It's so incredible. Golly, the talent in the league is amazing. Hey, thanks for listening to the Out of Bounds Show on ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app. If you missed anything, go to Apple Podcast and search the Out of Bounds Show. Brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your auto and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.